Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. You're listening to Tita Talks, a podcast dedicated to usapan K-drama, Pinoy teleserye, and anything and everything Tita-related. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Now, here's your Tita, Tita Marian. Annyeong and welcome back to Tita Talks. And welcome to the season finale episode. Yes, I decided to take some time off as I have been doing podcasts non-stop again for the last, what, six or seven months? The last time that I was on season break was June last year. And although before that, I usually would go on break for like a day, an episode, or a week or two. But that's the most of it. Last June lang ako nagsimulang mag-season break for like a month. And you know, now that I'm almost three years into podcasting, I realize na importante din pala talaga na magpahinga and mag-recharge ka. Before, I was so afraid to go on a season break kasi iniisip ko na makakalimutan yun ako and when I come back, baka wala na makinig sa akin kasi I've been away. But then I realized that I started all of this out of passion and boredom actually <laughs> more of boredom but yeah i realized that when i started my podcasting journey all i ever wanted to do was just to talk kaya nga din siya naging tita talks kasi it's just me talking <laughs> i just need an outlet for my thoughts or opinions and things and malaking bonus na lang talaga sa akin na along this journey I met really good people like my podcast network Asia family who helped me a lot and of course you guys you that is listening to this episode right now you do not know how much kilig I feel If you mention me on your IG stories or kapag you guys take the time to message me and share your thoughts on an episode or a K-drama, super appreciated ko talaga siya. And hindi, ko man, hindi, hindi lang ako ganun kagaling mag-express ng feelings but I am truly grateful for all of you guys. Thank you again for support, supporting Tita Talks podcasts and hopefully when I come back from my much needed break and maybe like after a month or two not really sure how long yet but you guys would still be there to listen to me kahit gawin niyo na lang akong background habang naglalaba kayo <laughs> okay lang sa akin <laughs> ay nako etchas but yeah thank you thank you so much again for listening to to me to this podcast episode to this podcast anyway 
speaking of expressing feelings, I think we can all agree that this was the main takeaway from the recently concluded K-drama that we will be talking about in today's episode. Hi, nakal guys, the finale was aired. We said goodbye again to another K-drama last January 25. And now, it's time to talk about it. Welcome to the K-drama review of Our Beloved Summer. Yes, yes, Sorry, I'm gonna leave. I'm driving so fast. Tell me why you At the start of this year, I shared with you my initial thoughts on the K-drama when I did the halftime review. Some of the opinions I shared on that episode did not change, but some did. Now, for those that don't know yet, Our Beloved Summer is a series from SBS TV and is available for streaming on Netflix. It's a story about a couple who broke up but were forced to work together when a documentary they shot in high school went viral. The series reunites Kim Dami and Choi Wushik who first co-starred in the mystery action film Witch Part 1 The Subversion which I believe will have its part 2 this year or next year. Parang ganun. Anyway, in my halftime review, I described the series as a rom-com. Okay? But it is not a rom-com series. Oh my god, no. Hindi din naman siya ano, heavy drama like for let's say ano ba, Itaewon class for example. Yun medyo heavy drama na yun sa akin. So it's not like that, but it's also not a rom-com. It, I think it's more of like a light romance drama. And I think after you watch the series, you would realize that the series is actually very plain, very ordinary. And could be the story of any couple you know. Or you, if you are in a relationship right now, it could be something that you can relate to. And maybe not the documentary part of the story, of course, but the struggle of the characters as a couple is very relatable. And pwedeng pinagdadaanan or pinagdaanan mo or someone you know. So, from the things that I said during the halftime episode, one of the thing that remain one of the things that remained the same is the kilig that I felt sa chemistry ng characters ni Wushik and ni Dami. And oh my gosh, kilig na kilig po talaga ako sa kanila. Even with their ano, behind the scenes, ay nako, ayan na naman po ako. <laughs> They were so perfect for their, ano ah, for their roles. I mean, the baby, the baby boy face and aura of Wushik was so perfect for his character na si Choi Ong, na very baby boy din talaga. <laughs> Very baby boy siya sa series. And you know, the fierce and somewhat cold personality of the character Kokyun So was also a perfect fit for Kim Dami. 
Although, I'm again a bit worried, okay? Medyo worried na naman ang inyong tita kasi I'm worried for Kim Dami. I feel that she is somewhat being typecast as this cold-blooded, borderline psychopath character. And although before Our Beloved Summer, she only had two notable works which is like, ano ba? Witch and then Itaewon Class. Pero... Almost the same yung character niya in all of the three works that she had done. Diba? Sa The Witch, medyo, well actually, psychopath talaga siya doon. Sa Itaewon class, medyo psychopath siya. Borderline. Dito medyo lighter lang yung pagiging <laughs> psychopath niya. So parang, I feel that it's somewhat nagiging typecasted siya as into this cold-blooded character nga. So, she always played the strong woman character in the series or movies, which I do love, okay? Don't get me wrong, I love a strong woman character. But I hope that I get to see her in a different role. Like maybe a ch- for a change, medyo pabebe na naman siya or pa-cute or something like that. For, for a change lang naman. I hope to see her someday in something totally different from all the three series and movies that I mentioned. Unfiltered, unhinged, raw and uncut. This is the flavor of Flick Off. In each episode, we will talk praise, praise and smack on films both local and international. Dishing out a heaping serving of juicy tidbits, insights and innuendos in between. Our goal is to flip the boat and shake the industry by giving voice to general viewing audiences, skewing the pretenses of academic critic circles. This is Uncle Farouk, Kyla, Dos, and Is, and we are Flick Off. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hello mga kapamilya! Maswerte pakikinig kung gusto niyo pong lalo pang maging merry at lucky ang buhay gawing habit ang pakikinig sa Kapalar Hans. Podcast with Master Hans Kua, your number one feng shui master in the Philippines. Itong podcast na to ay made possible by Creatives Program Incorporated, co-produced with Podcast Network Asia, and powered by Podmetrics. Listen to Kapalar Hans on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kung saan man nakikinig ng podcast. See you there mga kapamilya! Now, a lot of the things that I mentioned from the halftime review also changed, okay? Yes po, binabawi ko na po yung ilan sa mga sinabi ko. Number one na is the music, okay? I know I said before that so far, aside sa intro, nothing was sticking. Walang, walang nagsistick sa memory ko when I remember the K-drama. Walang song ako naalala, aside sa intro. But... It finally caught on by the la- second half of the series. And this really do happen, okay? Nag- nangyayari talaga ito sa mga K-drama na at the start, wala kang song na nare-recall, parang walang song na memorable series. But as you continue to watch, then ayun, you suddenly find yourself saving the song from to your playlist because it's so memorable. You, you really liked it, in the beat or the song, whatever you really liked it and you save it 
So that really does happen, okay, in K-dramas. And that's exactly what happened to me. I now really love the song Christmas Tree by V. And super may recall na siya. Like, I guess because the song was played at the most nakakakilig moments, so talagang na-associate ko siya, na-associate siya ng brain ko, yung song to Our Beloved Summer and vice versa. So, I, w- I guess I will now forever remember Our Beloved Summer whenever I hear Christmas Tree. Uh, and again, yeah, vice versa. Whenever I um, watch the series or a snips of, snippet of the series, I would definitely remember Christmas Tree. And I probably would find myself listening to the song again. <laughs> and I also like the song Drawer. By 10cm. Pero yun naman sa mga drama moments. So I guess if I listen to that song, I would feel the mararecall ko yung mga iyakan moments. And actually, a lot of other songs na nandun sa playlist nila was more for the drama part of the K-drama. But there is one song, which is the Why by Janet Sa that I really love. But I think that's the only upbeat song from the whole playlist or from the whole OST. So, yeah, it's so that's why I really don't consider Our Beloved Summer as a rom-com. Despite the Wikipedia saying that it's a rom-com series. It's not. It's not. Huwag kayo magpapaloko. <laughs> Hindi siya rom-com. Ilang beses akong umiyak, Okay. Hindi namang ganun tonong iyak, pero naiyak-iyak ako, actually. Nakailang tissue din ako. And binabaway ko na din yung sinabi ko about the cinematography and editing. Ed- editing? Editing. Kasi ba- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. By the last two or three episodes of the series, medyo naging experimental na sila with the black and white moment at the museum. I really love that part. I really, really love that. So that's the moment when I realized, ah, okay, so they're trying something different from the series. So it's not the usual cinematography and editing which I usually see in all the rom-com or all the romance series that I've watched in the past. So medyo different doon, pero eh, that was... That was it, actually. That was the only thing that made it different from the other uh, rom-com series. I was kind of hoping to see more K-dramas with the same editing as... Um, ano ba yung pinaka-nagustuhan ko lahat, ha? Oh, um, 
it's okay to not be okay. I really love the editing and the cinematography from that K-drama. Ang ganda. I was hoping to see something like that in the future K-dramas. Something different, something new, something more exciting. Even though it's a rom-com, you know, something like that. But I guess it's also acceptable na din dito sa our beloved summer because it's not really as heavy or as makulay as the uh, let's say yun nga it's okay to not be okay this is very light very yeah very plain very ordinary very light series <sighs> okay another thing that changed from the last episode was my initial thought that this was going to be another predictable series now i said it's a plain one it was an ordinary series but it's not predictable okay Yes, ma'am. I was thinking at first, I guess, that nga, it's gonna be like your usual predictable series, magkikiss by episode 7 or 8, which actually did happen in the series. Okay, nagkiss din sila by episode 8, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, I was thinking na, ah, okay, so malamang it's gonna be like your typical na mag-aaway or magkakaiyakan by episode 10. Now, I'm not going to spoil it, pero yeah, the way the story went was different from the usual. Yes, it is an ordinary story. It's a plain love story, but it's not as predictable as you think it would be, okay? So yun, binabawi ko na din yun. And I think that's the beauty of the stories about ex-lovers' rekindled romance. Kasi hindi mo rin masasabi talaga kung kailan talaga sila magkakabalikan eh. Kasi unlike the usual like pacing I guess of the usual rom-com na magkakakilala that getting to know each other then magkakaroon ng kilig-kiligan and then sila na tapos magkag-away yun usually yung takbo ba? but this one remember that they were ex-lovers so they had already gone through the magkakakilala magkakalandian magkaka- magiging sila they went through all that. So, this is, you know, different in a way. However, sad to say, nabagalan talaga ako sa naging takbo ng K-drama. I was really hoping na medyo mag- magiging mabilis na by the second half. But it wasn't. Okay? Pero I think the way you feel uh, about the pacing of the story really depends on what type of a K-drama viewer you are. Or are you? I think that's how you should use the grammatic way. <laughs> anyway, there are those kasi na ano, um, there are those that are into the action. Meaning they are the ones that are always after the juicy part of the story of the K-drama. So these people usually skip some scenes, lalo na if they feel that the scene does not really matter to the overall story. And then there are those na talagang gustong namnamin ang every scene. Yung parang halos i-replay pa kapag hindi masyado na sundan yung subtitle or na-gets kung ano yung nangyari. Which, by the way, that reminds me, is it just me or is it just Netflix na medyo yung subtitle hindi ganon kaayos? Like, minsan, 
mabilis lang siya, minsan mabagal siya lumabas, nung nagsasalita na wala pa yung subtitle, tapos biglang magpa-flash, tapos wala na. Like, mali, mali yung timing ng subtitle ng Netflix. Hindi ko alam kung ako lang or kayo din ba ang naka-experience nun. Hindi ko alam kung localized, nasa Canada lang yung ganong timing. But you know, after watching Run On, which is another series on Netflix, kasi yung bida dong babae, sorry, sumusegue ako, pero ikwento na rin. Yung bida ng babae kasi dun, it works as like, um, gumagawa siya ng subtitle. So I guess, translator, ganon. So, I felt that, you know, yung mga sub- gumagawa ng translation and Netflix series are really untri- underappreciated. Parang hindi natin masyadong na-appreciate knowing na, di ba, us international viewers depend on them so much. So, yeah, I think I, I, with the series, after watching Run On, I got a new level of appreciation. And at the same time, medyo tinitake ko na seriously yung nangyayaring translation. So medyo nagalit ako <laughs> sa series na ito sa Our Beloved Summer. Kasi yung translation, ang timing niya ay very wrong. Very, very wrong. Netflix, ano na? Anyway, going back, as I was saying, yun niya, there are two times... Two types of uh, K-drama viewers. So those that are into the juicy part or the action. And those that are n- not really into, you know, fast-paced environment. Gusto nila namin ng every scene. And I guess I'm one of those na are that's more into the juicy part. And I do admit that on some K-drama, I re- really do skip Sorry na po. Pero, for our beloved summer, hindi ako nag-skip. Which is why I guess I felt that the series was too slow for my taste. I also feel sad that the charming, you know, a charming second lead wasn't really established in the series. I was really hoping that Kim Jeong would also have more kilig moments with Yeon Suya. I felt more kilig on his bromance with Choi Ong. Honestly. And, you know, actually, mas nakaramdam ako ng kilig, and I guess second lead syndrome na rin, dun kay manager or director Jang. You remember? Yung, ano, yung client ni Yon So on the first few episodes, I felt that somehow mas may kilig sila and may tension yung tatlo kesa kay Ji I don't know. I'm not sure if it's just me, but if you also felt the same, please let me know. I want to know if ako lang bang kinikilig or kayo din. Kinikilig din kayo kay Director Jang and kay Yun Soya. So, yeah, please let me know. Now, overall, I think that the charm of our beloved summer is the re- relatability of the story of Choi Ong and Kok Yun So. Their struggle as a couple and even as individuals are very relatable. I especially relate to the struggle of Yonso in expressing her feelings when she is in pain or in need of help. Most of the times kasi, um, people that grew up very independent find it very hard to ask for help. You're 
Kasi parang ano eh, you are so used to being on your own that when you ask for help, you feel that you are being an inconvenience to other people. So, instead of asking help, these people usually tend to run away or avoid other people so that they won't be an inconvenience to them. And that's exactly what Yunso did in the story. Actually, I don't know if it's just me again, but very glaring sa akin, even from the very start of the story, that both the characters, Choyong and Kok Yunso, are suffering from somewhat like a an abandonment issue. Now, I'm not a psychologist, okay? So, <laughs> I cannot really say that this is true. So, wag niyo akong masyadong i-quote or paniwalaan sa sinabi ko. <laughs> but, I just feel that what the characters were going through is the abandonment issue I once read in one of my random reading moments in my life. Yun so kasi is the type that does not want anyone to be close to her because of fear that they would leave them. Kaya ganun din yung takot niya when she thought that she ruined their relationship again when she didn't go to that exhibit. Remember that? And Choyong naman did have a traumatic experience nung bata pa. So when he was abandoned when he was abandoned, diba? Anyway, bakit ko ba spoil? <laughs> Sorry. So because of that traumatic experience, I feel that that caused him to have this abandonment issue. Kaya din siya overly dependent on his partner. And sobrang takot siya na iwan ulit, which is why the reconcil... Reconcil... Bakit parang ang weird niya sabihin? Reconciliation. Anyway, the reconciliation didn't go as smoothly as we would have thought. Diba? By episode 8, I was really thinking that, ah, okay. It's gonna be a predictable one. It's gonna be a smooth reconciliation. But no, it wasn't. And that probably is because of the abandonment issue that uh, Choi Young is also suffering. They are both suffering, actually. Now, before tuluyan ko ng ma-spoil pa ang series, I'm so sorry. Let me just say na our beloved Summer has a very unique charm. Honestly, I don't think this K-drama will please all of the K-drama fans out there. But if you are into slow and light romance drama, then this may be a perfect series for you. It has the colleague in it and a wonderful story that opens your eyes to the importance of communication in a relationship. So, if I am going to rate our beloved Summer, I am going to give it a 7.8 out of 10. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on the series like always. So please send me a message or tag me on any of my social media accounts. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash podcast. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, it's at TalksTita. And again, Thank you, thank you so much for supporting, for listening to Tita Talks Podcast. And I'll talk to you again next season. Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars.
Thank you for listening to the Tita Talks podcast with your Tita Marian. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show so you won't miss out on new episodes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.